I'm John Torek. And I'm Danny Sullivan. And you're listening to Speaking of Design. Bringing you the stories of the engineers and architects who are transforming the world one project at a time. Today we have more from our interview with Mark Ellis, who served as technical team leader for industrial workflow and equipment on the LA Metro Division 14 Rail Operations and Maintenance Facility. You can hear more of Mark's interview in the full podcast about the project. I started college on a, um, actually a combined art and baseball scholarship at a junior college. That's Mark Ellis, a senior program manager with HDR MDG in Houston. I was taking some fine arts courses, but also I was very interested in architecture in high school and went through classes like that in high school. And so I started taking drafting and architecture courses at the junior college. When I went to university, I found something that was close, and that was urban planning and urban design, and ended up getting my undergraduate degree in urban geography with emphasis on urban planning. Mark went back to school and earned another degree in education, even going as far as doing his student teaching and getting his teaching certificates. Never did that. I immediately got a job out of college working for a company doing what I do now. But that skill has come in handy. Mark finds his diverse educational background valuable when he's working with the public on a project. I have seen that my degree in urban planning and and my background in architecture before that really has helped my ability to talk about the designs and the concepts and, and the approach to design when we're in the design charrettes where I'm up in front of the room and talking about our concepts. So that ability to interact with groups and facilitate conversations, I believe, was somewhat related to the part of my education that was related to uh, teaching and being in front of people. It's a unique skill, and it's particularly beneficial when he's trying to explain technical concepts to an audience of non-engineers. And um, people talk about, hey, I'm not a rocket scientist, put it into layman's terms. And we stress that with our folks to make sure that they're writing to a level that is not too technical, that when we're talking about issues, it's okay to, to talk in technical terms as long as your audience is aware of what you're talking about. But if they're not, a lot of times we'll have to really break it down to the general public to understand why we're doing certain things on a site or in the building. or And even sometimes the clients, they may not know why we need a particular industrial design or a workflow within a building and we'll have to break that down to them in, in smaller pieces and you know in a relatable way. It came in handy as his team worked with LA Metro and the city of Santa Monica to design the new rail operations and maintenance facility to support the expo line. Mark's role on the project required not only addressing the client's needs but in some cases public concerns all while making sure the facility would meet high expectations for functionality. I was a technical team leader for industrial workflow and equipment. So I managed all the functional aspects of the facility, the equipment design and the equipment installation after the fact. So I managed all the folks working on those aspects of the project. Residents nearby expressed the biggest concern with noise and light emanating from the facility. We looked at every aspect of the door orientations, the location of vehicles on site where they were being staged. Was there going to be a bad view or was that going to allow noise and light to get to the neighborhood? So we were always concerned about that, especially since one of the neighbors adjacent to the site was IMAX Studios. Their sound studios and the movie studios that make IMAX films was adjacent to the property. So we were very concerned about noise and 
and other site-related functions that would impact not only the neighbors' houses and things across the street, but also those in other industrial neighbors. But inside the facility, the design was all about efficiency for L.A. Metro. We were challenged by Metro, and they took us around to their existing sites and said, here's what we're doing today. We know you guys look at things and come up with better ideas of how to do things. What can we do better? So Mark's group looked at everything, from the type of work L.A. Metro conducts at the facility to typical maintenance sequences to the types of equipment selected. It's not necessarily a heavy repair facility. It's more of a running repair. So there are six positions in the building for trains to go in or service and inspection where all three levels of the vehicle are looked at, the lower part where the wheels and trucks are and the power units for those. So there's a lower level work area for that. There's cab access or a car access level, which is the ground level that allows the maintenance technicians to get in and do interior work, electronic work on signage inside the vehicle, the doors, any mechanism within the the car itself, the lighting, uh, air conditioning systems, things like that. The upper level is where technicians work on the systems that power the trains. And that's where designers employed some creative thinking. Things like the way they access the upper level platform or the upper level of the vehicle and our upper level approach to access was a real divergent from what they did today uh, where they have rails right at the edge of the upper level platforms and it makes access to the top of the vehicles very difficult because they were thinking about the safety of those platforms when a vehicle wasn't in place. Based on their observations, the design team devised an innovation for the upper level which removed the safety rails, yet made the workspace safer. We observed workers having to really struggle with getting components on and off of the top of the vehicles and accessing those components for maintenance purposes by having to be around this railing that was basically putting a cage around them while they were trying to work. And moving the components on and off of the top with that railing was just problematic, in my mind, somewhat unsafe. So when we were able to remove that, give them a little more free access to the top of the vehicle in a safe manner, because there's no way for them to get onto that platform if the vehicle is not in position. The vehicle itself indicates to the lockout system that a vehicle is in the right position and that someone can get past the gates that allow them to get onto the upper level platform. There's magnetic lock systems and request access onto that. So it has to be a safe condition for someone to get up onto that platform. And if it is a safe condition, the wire's locked out, the vehicle's in position, they can do their job in a safer environment. Mark said another design decision helped L.A. Metro improve durability and reduce maintenance for the undercarriage wash facility. We utilized a material on the walls that solved a lot of the cleaning problems. We used a spray-on polyurea that had never been used in that application to that extent, and it basically waterproofed that whole building. It was something that I'd never seen in a rail facility before, and Metro was very impressed with the outcome of that. And the cleanability and the overall maintenance requirements went down significantly because of that material we used, so I really liked that space. He further explained the material to us with a more common application that we could relate to. Basically, uh, you ever heard of rhino lining in a truck bed of a pickup? Oh, yeah. And it's an industrial version of that that can be sprayed on vertical surfaces. And so we were able to choose the color that helps with the light reflection and things like that. But it also basically waterproofed all of the concrete areas in there and all the metal attachment points for the grating and the stairwells and things like that. So even though it's a wet environment, 
should be never any issue with water causing problems with the structure of the concrete or the, the metal stairs or anything like that because they're all coated with this waterproof thick coating on everything. In the end, Mark said the team was able to create such a unique design because they worked so well together and had such a strong relationship with LA Metro. Well, I thought we had uh, probably one of the best design teams I've worked with on a project from a standpoint of experience and enthusiasm and just overall everyone swimming in the same direction to get this project done. Each milestone delivery point, I thought our deliverables were probably the best that, that I've ever seen on a project, uh, both from a coordination standpoint and client buy-off and overall everybody was generally pleased with the outcomes. It's an amazing piece of work. We hope you enjoyed this bonus content. Be sure to check out the full episode, as well as our website, hdrinc.com slash speakingofdesign. Thanks for listening.